Thank mm-hmm. you. 
sure that God has so blessed us that we now want to go around blessing everyone else with the blessings that He has given us. You know what I found? That very generous people, God just continues to bless them. Because he knows that they are a conduit that he can continue to bless, that they will continue to bless others. Because he knows that they are generous, that they hold on to things lightly, and as God blesses, he just, they just start pouring them to other people. And you will notice that God will continue to bless them and bless them. My friend's greed is something that's all around us. We need to be so careful. And so, if we are people who love God, Tax collectors 
took advantage of their position given to them by the Romans and they decided they were going to line their pockets with the extra so they were skimming off the top. So if your taxes were $100, they were charging $200, $100 for Rome, and $100 for us. And they were making money off the misery of their own people, off of the people. And so they were doing a lot of underhanded things that they shouldn't be doing. And so if you want joy, my friends, today, what we are hearing from John in the Gospel of Luke, you cannot be skimming, you cannot be stealing. You can't be put in doing any underhanded agreements or things under the table. You need to be above board, not just something for others. But every day your business needs to be one of integrity. Your finances are also under the Lordship of Jesus Christ. It's not just what you put in the plate on Sunday. And so greed is a terrible thing in our day. It will steal our joy. When I had that question, I've asked you a few times over the years, when is enough enough? Because you can always make more. You can work yourself into the grave making more. But there has to come a point of contentment when you say enough is enough. That's what keeping the Sabbath is all about. That is what it means to set this day aside because the world is a 24-7 world. But this first day of the week, I choose to say, I have enough. God has blessed me. And this day I take for my family, I take for worship, and I take for God. And so this idea that we don't follow greed but we realize that God has blessed us and everything we have is His, then we move into that place of joy and contentment. 
and we know that because Jesus called one as his disciple, Matthew, that if people, doesn't matter your background, doesn't matter even what you've done up to today, if you repent in sincerity, you can enter the kingdom of God and his to the soldier he says to him, you know, the soldiers were that power, that fist of Rome. And we know, I think if you just think for a moment, the crucifixion of Christ and how the, how the, uh, the soldiers mocked him and spat upon him and whipped on his beard and did all kinds of nasty things. They were told to do that. That was just evil right there. That was taking their power and, and, and taking hold of somebody who was under their power and abusing their power. And so John is saying to them, if you're going to enter the kingdom of God, if you're going to be people who are new children, you don't take your power and abuse it. See, I thought about that because I thought, well, where does that apply to us today? Well, it definitely applies to us if we have a position of power and people work under us. If we're an employer and we have employees, the question is, what do they say about you behind you? has power and leadership, but you're not abusing it, you're not taking advantage of it, it affects us as parents in the home, in the way we raise our children, it affects us as a Sunday school teacher, or a youth leader, or Whatever position a pastor, whatever position we have in the church, are we, are we people who take our power, our position, and use it over other people? So what should we do? Well, the expectation is that life that is transformed will be seen about seeing and helping and serving other people in the way that Jesus
that statement. I've read that book in his steps as a new believer. It was one of the most powerful books for me as a new believer to read. It's fictional, but that's where that whole movement WWJD came from. What would Jesus do? It changes people. When we sit and stop and think, how would Jesus run my business? How would Jesus do this today at work? How would Jesus respond to that? This is exactly what John is saying.
Go on and 